So I was asked if I could, you know, talk a little bit about his time in Toledo and um, what he's been doing now, you know, what, what he's doing nowadays. So first of all, when you look at Tom Amstutz, um, he started out, he, he's, you know, he's known as Toledo Tom. Uh, he started out as a Toledo guy all, you know, as far as back as you can go. Um, he attended Whitmer High School in Toledo, lettered in football, basketball, and track. Um, then he played offensive line at the University of Toledo. He played there from 1974 to 1976 and graduated in the uh, spring of 1977 with his degree. Um, and right outside of that, you know, after playing his playing days, he started coaching right away at Toledo. 1977, the fall of 1990, uh, 1977, he started as a position coach at Toledo through 1986. Um then there's just a couple year gap here, about a three year gap, 1987 to 1989, where he went to Navy and he was a position coach there. Um, and so, the, you know, it was interesting. Um, he had that opportunity. Um, but, you know, again, he's Toledo Tom. He's a, a Toledo guy and he came back. <laughs> you know, he came back as a position coach in 1990. Um, and he, so he was there from 1990 to 1993 as a position coach. And then finally in 1994, he was promoted to the defensive coordinator. Um, and of course that was back in the uh, Gary Pinkle days. Um, and, you know, before that he coached under Dan Simmerall and uh, he had the year in 1990 um, under Nick Saban. <clears throat> and then, you know, you, you had Gary Pinkle and, in 1994, he got promoted to the defensive coordinator. And um, as the defensive coordinator, you know, each year you could see the defense improving. Um, of course, 1995 was the undefeated season, 11-0 and with one tie. Um, uh, tie in the regular season. As a team that still did give up a decent amount of points, but they scored a lot. Um, but the defense was definitely improving. And... Um, you know, you get into 1997, 1998, when MAC championship games started and uh, Toledo played in those games against Marshall. Defense was continuing to improve again. Um, and you get to that 2000 year and that was like the big year, right? Um, so that was the year that Toledo started off against Penn State at Penn State. Um, you know, like around 100,000 people there. And probably one of the quietest um, games for Penn State ever, as they were just destroyed by Toledo, twenty-four to six. Uh, but this game really was, you know, it was a bigger blowout than the score, right? Like Toledo jumped out early, and um, really in the second half, just tried to run out the clock a lot. And Amsterdam's defense was great in that game. And, you know, if you watch that game on TV, they showed him, um, or if you even saw, um, like, if you saw highlights after the fact and so forth over the years, there's been highlights that have been showed. They showed him in the press box um, being very animated at different times with the defense did really well and so forth. And that was kind of, I think, the game that really, um, got him a lot of attention you know he already at Toledo the T UT fans and the players and the coaches you know they they all already loved him right he, he was a 
very good coach to uh to play for and um you know he was very well liked um but that game really kind of put him on the map i think more nationally and then as it turned out that was just a great season for toledo um they beat marshall 42 to nothing during the regular season um and you know other than the the slip up at western michigan um it would have been an undefeated season at, you know so it was, it was a great it was a great year and um that's when gary pinkle at the end of that season left for missouri and when he left um of course he was going to have tom amsets come over with him as his defensive coordinator uh but you know tom he's a Toledo guy and he wanted to be the head coach at Toledo and he was given the opportunity. So he came back to Toledo and he became the head coach. So from 2001 to 2008 for eight years, he was the head coach at Toledo. He won two Mac championships in his first four years, winning it that first year in 2001. Um, of course, you know, he had Tavares Bolden at quarterback, Chester Taylor at running back. Um, so, you know, pretty solid defense. And then um, in 2004, uh, with Bruce Gregkowski, the Rockets won the MAC championship again. Uh, so two MAC championships in his first four years, <clears throat> you know, a total of eight years as the head coach at Toledo, a 58 and 41 record, um, two and two in bowl games, four MAC West division titles in those eight years. The 58 wins is the second most um in Toledo coach you know Toledo football coaching history uh behind Gary Pinko who had 73 wins so you know just a great head coaching career uh from a guy that had been coaching or playing at Toledo you know for so long like you go back to 1970s when he played and then late 70s when he started as a position coach at Toledo um so just you know he had always been there for so long other than the few years that the couple years that he was at Navy. Right. Um, you know, another highlight for uh, the Tom Amstutz years was in that final year uh, beating Michigan 13 to 10 at the big house, another game that um, you have to look at a huge opponent with over a hundred thousand in attendance and um, probably one of the quietest games ever at Michigan right um and you know Nick Moore uh was on that team for Toledo and he had uh, a great game made a lot of catches in that game um and you know just you look at some of the games that have happened um and during Tom Amstutz's tenure there right so first of all you know to talk about as a defensive coordinator there was the um the the game against Marshall that I talked about in 2042 to nothing. Um, you know, if you were a UT fan and you were at that game, it was just crazy, incredible. Um, this was a Marshall team that had come into the Mac and had been dominating the Mac pretty much. And um, they were just completely destroyed in that game. The defense dominated that game. You look at the Penn State game that year in 2000, the, the defense dominated that game. Um, you know, you, you go back to 1995, the second season as defensive coordinator, it was an undefeated season, and um, Toledo won uh, 
bowl game, the uh, Las Vegas Bowl, which just happened to be the first overtime game in college, you know, Division One college football history. Um, uh, you know, Division One, I, I should say, um, FBS or whatever, um, right? <clears throat> so, uh, involved in a lot of big games. Then you go to 2001 when he becomes a head coach. Um, the Rockets beat Marshall in the MAC championship game um, to get their first MAC championship since 1995. Uh, the first MAC championship since Marshall had rejoined the MAC and had been dominating. And that was a game that, um, you know, it, it was a good comeback. And uh, um, there's a particular play in that game where uh, Toledo kicker Todd France had. Um, they did a fake on a field goal attempt, and he took it in the end zone for a touchdown. That was a big play. That there was a big highlight. You know, that was the kind of thing that Tom Amstutz liked to do. He was a bit of a gambler as a head coach. Uh, you'd see him do, you know, like that fake field goal. You see fake punts and going for it on fourth down and different things. And that was that was part of his trademark as a head coach. That you would see those kinds of things happening, right? Um. And that was part of the excitement that we would see too at the teams, right? Um, I remember, you know, going to those games um, back in the early 2000s and um, when he was a head coach and they were really exciting games to watch. Um, you know, as that time went on during AMSA's tenure, you started to see the defense slip a little bit. You know, as he's the head coach, you have a different defensive coordinator come in and the defense started to slip a little bit but the offense was great. Um, you know, very high scoring offense and it was exciting to watch those games. And, um, you know, you, you paired that with his um, aggressive mentality as a coach. And those were some really fun seasons to see. Um, and so, you know, I talked about the 2001 game against Marshall, um, you know, that the, there were others. Uh, so there was the, um, you know, go to the to the next MAC championship season, right? The 2004 season, um, you had the MAC championship game against uh, Miami of Ohio, and um, big wins there. Then you go to 2005, and didn't go quite as well as Toledo would have wanted. They didn't get to play for the MAC championship or anything, um, but they did go to a bowl game, GMAC bowl, and they beat Utah pretty bad. I think, um, as a matter of fact, Toledo scored like 45 points or something like that. Um, so, you know, just another one of those games where it was so exciting to watch. You know, it was exciting to watch his teams that he was the head coach of. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, he coached through 2008. Like I said, he had 58 wins. Um, at the end of the 2008 season, really with – you know, a couple games to go. Um, they kind of agreed that uh, he and um, athletic director Michael Bryan agreed that he would step down at the end of the season. And um, so then he did. And he got to stay employed by Toledo um, for alumni relations at events, uh, speaking engagements, you know, at events, that kind of thing. Um he headed several fishing and hunting trips with members of the UT Alumni Association and um, did that until his official retirement at the end of 2010. So like the, the end of December of 2010. Um, 
He also, in the fall of 2010, was a radio analyst for the Rocket football games on the uh, radio sport on the Rocket Sports Radio Network. Um, so he did that in 2010 as well. And then you got to the end of 2010, and that's when he did his official retirement. So he hadn't coached since 2008, but you know he was still doing that stuff, working technically for the state, right? Um, at the end of 2010, he retired. So. You know, great coach. Um, it's the end of 2010, he retires. In 2015, he's inducted into the Toledo Hall of Fame, the University of Toledo Hall of Fame. Um, you know, just, again, Toledo Tom. He's Toledo guy, right? So now the question is, where is he now? Well, he is now 67 years old, and he's retired and living in um, Florida. And he's been there since 2016. Um, he, he's currently, you know, he's, he's been married for more than 40 years and, um, he's currently enjoying time retired. Like I said, as a grandfather, husband, father, so forth. Right. Um, but the interesting thing is he did come out of retirement for a little bit. And I don't know if people really know about this. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so first of all, after stepping down as the head coach at Toledo, he did get different coaching offers, um, several of them over the years that he, you know, just turned down, didn't want to do, um, wasn't the right situation for him. But about 10 years after um, he retired, this would be, so now, or about 10 years after being the head coach at Toledo, so technically he retired in 2010. Um, so this is in 2018. Uh, he was named the head coach of Team USA in the World University Football Championship. Um, and that was played in the summer of 2018 in China. And, um, you know, he had Randy Shannon as an offensive coordinator for him. Uh, he's a guy that came from the Miami Hurricanes, right? Um, some good coaching experience there, both as offensive coordinator um, and so and he's been a head coach and so forth. Um, and, you know, they brought a, um, a, a fun high scoring offense to that tournament. Um, they went three and one and it was a close, disappointing loss in the championship game to Mexico, 20 to 17. Um, and the interesting thing is that this was the third straight um, it, it was actually called the, the world university football championship. It was a third straight championship and it was Mexico's third straight championship. They kept winning that championship. Um, not a team that I really thought of as, or, you know, a country that I thought of as being that good at football, thinking more like soccer. Right. Um, but they had won three straight of those championships and they did beat the United States 20 to 17 in that championship game. But here's the interesting thing. There are three other opponents that they played before that game against Mexico. They had outscored by a combined 180 to three, 180 to three. Now I know it, it you know, it was teams like China and Japan and so forth, but just interesting to see how that went. Um, and so, you know, that was a, coaching experience for him that he came out of retirement at least you know um part way to do that um 
great opportunity where really he was able to give back to to the game and to the kids um the younger kids uh you know of that you know like really high school early high school college age um giving back to them like sharing his coaching knowledge that he had you know over 30 years worth of coaching knowledge um you know he started in 1977 and um retired in 2008 so yeah that that's what 31 years as a coach and then you know several years as a player in high school and then college and so forth um and just the experience that those players there's about approximately 60 players that were on that team from across the country and the experience that they got to have with him um was you know great it was phenomenal and so that's the one interesting thing um that i think a lot of people probably don't know that he did come out of retirement for that a little bit uh and of course you know he he's retired um He's got family down there in Florida and, you know, his grandchildren and so forth. And, um, you know, he's, he's living the retirement and has all the, the great memories from, you know, his playing days and his coaching days. Um, you know, the second winning his coach in UT football history. So, um, that's really the Tom Amstutz story. And, um, I hope that you enjoyed it in, you know, you may have picked up some things that you didn't know before. Um, and yeah, all, all I can really say is that he was definitely one of the best coaches ever at Toledo. You know, the second winning as head coach, defensive coordinator wise, he, he was great. And everybody's going to remember that 2000 season, you know, the, the games against Penn State and Marshall and other teams and you know, even the the one game that was lost was a very low scoring close game. So um, his defense was just phenomenal that year. And, you know, he was known for having a good defense. He, he could really coach defense very, very well. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, when he played in college at Toledo, he was an offensive lineman, um, but he turned out to be a great defensive coach. So that's kind of interesting. Maybe knowing that offensive side of things, from his playing days kind of helped him to be a better defensive coach. I don't know. And then of course, when he became the head coach, um, he had great offenses because he knew the type of offense that was hard to defend um, as a defensive coordinator. And that's the kind of offense he wanted to have. And, and that's why the, you know, the two thousands, the early to mid two thousands, why Toledo had such a great offense, because that's what he brought in. Um, you know, he, coached um at Toledo defensive coordinator when they played Louisiana Tech one year and they brought in that offense <coughs> excuse me they brought in that offense where um it was just a high flying passing attack and so forth and he said that's the type of offense I'm gonna run if I become a head coach and that's what he did when he became the head coach at Toledo he brought in a coordinator um Spence you know uh Rob Spence came in in 2001 um, and he was there for a few years. Excuse me. And um, he brought that type of an offense in and it was a very fun and exciting offense. So for a lot of Rocket fans, that's a really exciting time when he was the head coach there. I think the offense was great. And, you know, two Mac championships in the eight years, two really in his first four years. Um, 
and that's really his his part of his legacy right um which it, it goes for a long time really when you think about it it's like a 30-year legacy at the University of Toledo um as a coach and then of course you know the three years play before that playing and you know it's a great legacy and you know he he's been a great um asset to the University of Toledo and um I don't have anything but good things to say, you know, about um, his time at Toledo as a player and a coach. And um, even after that, you know, he, he had the, the years of football analyst and the, and the work that he did um, with the alumni association and so forth. Um, you know, and he's just a great guy as well. You know, um, I remember because uh, I was working in the media during some of the time as his uh, um, time as a head coach and, he was, he was interesting. He was funny. Um, he, he actually was a bit nervous about the media and didn't like to share too much information with the media. Um, and, you know, he was always afraid that the information was going to get out to the other teams that they were going to play as well. So, um, and, you know, he was, he's at home with football and the players, you, you know, um, he was, like I said before, a very coachable or, or a very um, player. I don't know what the right words I'm trying to say, but the players really liked him as a coach, right? Um, and that was one of the big things, I think, when he became the head coach at Toledo is that the, the players really, really wanted him to be the head coach um, in 2001. And, uh, you know, that that was where he was at home, but wasn't as quite as comfortable with the media and talking to the media. So those are some interesting days um, being in the media and uh, talking to them and trying to get information and so forth. Um, and I always remember those days for sure with uh, Coach Amstutz. But uh, yeah, you know, um, I know I've been kind of rambling on, but uh, he's meant a lot to this university, no doubt about it. And I think every rocket fan out there um has a lot of good things that they remember about coach Amstutz when he was here as a coach and even as a player for those that remember that time as well um so thanks for listening to the episode today 